0: Welcome to the As You Go podcast, helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome back to the As You Go podcast and our Wild Times series. In this series, we are looking at the cool stories and wild times of the Old Testament book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel, we see the incredible story of Daniel being taken from his home in Jerusalem as one of God's people and being made to live and serve in the foreign kingdom of Babylon. This all took place around 600 years or so before the time of Jesus, during the time called the Exile, when all of God's people were suffering the consequences of their sin by their land being conquered. But Daniel and his friends have stayed devoted to God, even while serving in Babylon. And God has been good to them, helping them to get good positions of leadership and being trusted by the king. We've seen that king, called Nebuchadnezzar, do some pretty wild stuff so far. He had a crazy dream about an enormous statue, and then he even made a giant gold statue of himself and commanded the people to all worship it. King Nebuchadnezzar is a pretty wild guy, and his story is about to get even more wild. So, let's go. Here we go! Last week in chapter 3, we learned about the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refusing to bow down and worship King Nebuchadnezzar's statue and being thrown into the fiery furnace. But God rescued them, you remember that. And the king even ended up praising God, too. But by the time we get to chapter 4, a lot of time has passed. It's been about 30 years since Daniel interpreted the king's dream about the statue that we read about in chapter 2. So now Daniel is about 50 years old. The king has grown in power and is one of the most powerful kings ever known. But once again, the king has had a very upsetting dream. As chapter 4 begins, the king explains how upset he is about the dream, and once again, none of the wise men in his court can explain his wild dream to him. This is what the king's dream was. He saw in his dream a huge tree. The tree was so large that it reached way up into the sky, and people could see it from everywhere. It was a beautiful tree that provided shade, safety, and fruit for all the living creatures around it. But then, an angel appears and commands that the great tree be cut down. Then, in the dream, it seems like that tree becomes a man, and that man is made to live like an animal. He had to sleep outside and roam in the fields, no longer thinking like a man, but living just like a wild beast. Obviously, the king is very upset by this dream, and naturally he calls upon Daniel to help him to understand it. Remember, God gave Daniel the special ability to help people understand the meaning of their dreams. So, Daniel explains to the great king Nebuchadnezzar that he is the tree in the dream. The king had grown powerful and wealthy. Like the tree, he provided safety and comfort to all the peoples around him. But like the tree also, he would be cut down. He would lose his power and his throne. Not only that, but Daniel warns that if the king doesn't change his ways and stop being so prideful and selfish, that God is going to make the great king Nebuchadnezzar lose his mind and live like a wild beast in the fields. Surely the king will turn from all of his evil ways after a dream like that, right? Well, we'll find out after a little segment I like to call Poetic Poetry. Today's Poetic Poetry is a short little poem for all you kids out there that like to imagine living like animals. It's called Wild Beasts by Eveline Stein, and it goes like this. I will be a lion, and you shall be a bear, and each of us will have a den beneath a nursery chair, and you must growl and growl and growl, and I will roar and roar, and then, why then, you'll growl again, and I will roar some more. That was Wild Beast by Eveline Stein, our Poetic Poetry. King Nebuchadnezzar did not listen to Daniel's warning about his dream. This is what happens in Daniel chapter 4, verses 29 to 33. It says, At the end of the twelve months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, and the king answered and said, and seven periods of time shall pass over you, until you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whom he will. Immediately the word was fulfilled against Nebuchadnezzar. He was driven from among men and ate grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair grew as long as eagle's feathers, and his nails were like bird's claws. You see, the king thought he was unstoppable. He thought that he was the one responsible for the greatness of his kingdom. But then God speaks, and the dream comes true. King Nebuchadnezzar loses his mind and runs out into the wilderness to live among the animals. The verse tells us that he ate grass and slept outside, and his hair and his nails grew nice and long. Yikes! That's pretty wild! The once great and powerful king lived like this for seven whole years. But that's not even the wildest part of the story. The craziest part is that God actually restores the king. God has taught him a lesson, and the king is going to get a second chance. Which leads us to our verse of the day. This is what the king says in Daniel chapter 4, verses 34 to 37. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven, and my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High, and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and he does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth." And none can stay his hand or say to him, What have you done? At the same time my reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom my majesty and splendor returned to me. My counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and still more greatness was added to me. Now I, King Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, for all his works are right and his ways are just— And those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. That was Daniel chapter 4, verses 34 to 37, our verse of the day. As powerful and mighty as the king had been, he had to learn a really hard lesson. God is really the one in control. Sure, maybe the king had to live like a wild animal for seven years to learn it, but the king learned it for sure. As we saw in that verse, God allowed the king to think like a normal person again, and as he did, he saw the truth. God is the most powerful. God alone is worthy of praise. God's kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. God does what is good and right. God is just plain bigger and stronger and better than us. He deserves our praise. As the king said, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, for all his works are right and his ways are just, and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. We should humble ourselves before our great and mighty God. We don't have to learn that lesson the hard way like King Nebuchadnezzar did. We can know right now that God is good and powerful and holy and that we are people who need him. Let's pray together as we finish for today. God, help us not to be prideful like the King, but instead to see and know the greatness of our God. No matter how rich or powerful we may ever become, we are nothing compared to you. Thank you for being a God who cares for little us. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. If you live in the Parker, Colorado area, we would love to have you visit Aspen Grove Church. We are currently holding our services outdoors in the beautiful Colorado weather, socially distanced and safe. Join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. at the American Academy on Motzenbacher Road. Or you can find out more info and even watch online at www.aspengrovechurch.org. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.